Hello, everyone. Welcome to the CFO Show, the podcast that we release weekly. Uh, a huge welcome to Chen, who is actually around the corner from me and is the CFO of Uber Car Share. So, huge welcome, Chen. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Um, I'll just quickly introduce myself. Um, yeah, my name is Chen. I am the CFO of Uber Car Share, previously known as uh, Car Next Door. I've been with the business for about seven, maybe eight years. It's, it's so long that I, I, I struggle to remember. Um, and uh, it's been a whirlwind ride. Um, we started very small. I joined very early on, probably two, three years in, in, in mm -hmm. the startup. And uh, we were making, I don't know, $10,000 of revenue. Now, you know, seven years on, we're making millions of dollars. And so it's mm -hmm. been a been a, a bit a bit of excitement um in, in the space and uh yeah i i've um come from a i guess a tax background accounting yeah. background and um yeah joined joined the startup world very probably five six years in and um yeah the here we are fun fact we were actually at college of law together at the same time i'm pretty sure oh yeah wow I know. Wow, that was a long time ago. I actually <laughs> recently um I saw my 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 hex number. Yeah. And I was like, oh, why is it so high? And then I remembered I did college guess, of law, yeah. completely pivoted from that from that kind of world. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So seven years at Uber Car Sharing. I believe startup years are a bit like doggy years. So like, you know, seven years is probably like 40 years in a in a corporate career. Oh, it so is. You're dealing with so many fires, so many different uh things going on it just yeah it feels like a long time even now like a, a whole month has disappeared and it felt felt like half a year's gone by so yeah yeah i, I cannot deny what you've just said <laughs> it, it does move very quickly um well i'm interested because i uh was having a little bit of a stalk and you know apart from when you were uh filming some shows in beijing and uh you were a librarian for the high use collection at the unsw uh uh, library. I believe you got your first major gig at uh, Grant Thornton. So what was your, your role there? Um, at Grant Thornton, I was in the private advisory um, arm. And so mm -hmm. I was helping, I guess, people, you know, make more money and also help them with their tax affairs. So primarily focused on small, medium sized businesses and helping them grow um, and make sure that they're compliant and mm -hmm. Uh, all those fun things of increasing their net wealth and things like that. So, yeah, so crazy that you mentioned, you know, Beijing and the librarian thing. I've I've always had a, a an idea that you should try as many different careers as possible and see if you enjoy it. You know, same thing with food. You don't want to say no just in case, you know, what if it's that thing that you, you love for the rest of your life, but you said, no, I don't want to try this because it looks weird or, it, it, it you know, it, it has a different or weird color. So, yeah, that's that's a bit of my background where I wanted to try a whole bunch of different things. Well, I um, I love that. And I'm kind of not surprised, I guess, looking at your background. I mean, you're, you know, um, a lawyer and an accountant as well. Um, so I guess that's sort of uh, lined with your, your life thesis. Um, and so you went from Grand Thornton. Was that straight into um, Uber Car Share or? Um, yeah, so I guess uh, during Grand Thornton, I was like, I, I think I was about three years in and I said to myself, 
I've always wanted to, I guess, start a business myself and and become more involved in in the the making a difference, right? And mm-hmm. when I was at Grant Thornton, I was more helping other people, you know, grow their net wealth. And yes, mm-hmm. when you're young, you need to uh, expose yourself to different experiences and increase your own utility and, and actually be good at something. And so I felt like I learned a lot and I asked my boss, mm-hmm. you know, I, I'm probably looking for something different and learn a little bit more. And so my boss recommended me to apply for Uber Car Share. Um, as a side gig. And uh, I oh, thought, wow, okay, this, is, this is quite unique. I mean, my boss saying that, but um, yeah. I, I did do that. Um, and I, I absolutely loved what they did, right? They mm-hmm. are helping to change the world from the one one person, one car mentality, reducing carbon emissions. And at that stage, I didn't know how to, I guess, have my footprint in the world and improve the 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 the, the, the things that I want to do. If you're going to work 40 hours a week, why not work for a company that makes money and also helps the world? And mm. so it was actually quite a perfect fit for me to, to join um, Uber Car Share at that stage. And mm. so for me, once I learned what I was doing, you know, there, I, I, it was a natural fit and I just jumped over. Uh, no mm. regrets. <laughs> and has your role changed significantly through, I guess, the evolution of the company? Oh, absolutely. When when we were much smaller, like I said, we were making hundreds of thousands of revenue. The and also being a startup, being mm-hmm. you know bootstrapped and cash strapped and all of those fun things. I guess when we we're smaller, it was it was worrying about two things. One is cash. Cash is king. If you run mm-hmm. out, you you as a as an accountant in a startup, if you mess up your projections or anything like that, people could lose their jobs, right? Mm-hmm. That's their livelihoods and they'll have to have to find other things to do. So you never want to mess up any of those cash projections and mm-hmm. cash was the, the main focus. And the second thing is processes, right? Yeah. The, the, the problem with small business trying to become medium and large businesses is that they don't have stringent processes. You go to Commonwealth Bank, you know, they have processes for annual leave, you know, when you can, <laughs> when you can do this and that. Everything's in paper. In a startup, yeah. it's mayhem absolutely mayhem like everything is oh you just figure out on the fly kind of thing (laughs) so you you obviously can't do that when you're making hundreds of thousands or millions of dollars of business you need structure Mm -hmm. and regimen and so i guess now that we've transitioned to uber and uber car share the role is not about cash anymore they actually have as i understand it i don't don't get to access all of it all of its books they have a lot more cash i don't need to worry about that i don't have to worry about we're going to lose our job because we don't have enough cash in the bank but it's more about structuring and and regimented processes how do we make our decision um and so guiding the team to make sure that they're making the right decisions so that's, Mm -hmm. that's how it's changed and do you work closely with you know people in your go-to-market team, or who do you who do you sort of work alongside now? Um, so I sit on the executive team, and all of the major um, heads of departments are there. So the CEO, the COO, uh, CTO. We have a chief product officer, uh, head of uh, people and culture as well. I, I work very closely with them every day. Uh, we meet every week, and whenever there are decisions, we we are closely aligned and making sure that we are, um, I guess. Uh, all thrusting in the same direction of the company's objectives for mm-hmm. for the year and and the future years as well, and so we have to be very close knit. Um, it really helps that we've worked together for many many years already, mm-hmm. and so we we 
communicate really well and also you know we keep each other informed and keep us keep each other accountable as well mm. what did you find is sort of the the biggest challenge when you moved from working in a corporate into working in tech oh good question um corporate i find has a lot of structure um you get told you know these are your clients these are the problems these are the tasks and in tech or startups in general it's like well look we're generally heading in this direction we think it's the right move can you help us get there and there is no you know telling us where to go or what to do it's figure it out yourself and do the best that you can and so not having that uh, very rigidity in your day-to-day -day work can be a little bit jarring and also car share has always been work from home so we've been working from home for about seven years mm. our two co-founders um one was in adelaide and one was in berry he uh will comes in once in a while into in, into the actually every week um but but dave doesn't come in very often so working from home was also quite jarring where mm. In, in the previous corporate jobs, it's nine to five, one hour lunch, come in in a suit. Now it's like, you know, Zoom meeting. Well, we didn't have Zoom, actually. We used Google Meet and, and all the old school stuff. And yeah, it was, it, was, it was quite different trying to get used to that, you know, not having a, having to wake up, you know, before, get ready and get to work at nine. It was a lot more flexible. Um, mm. So I, you have to adapt to it. You know, people love the idea of working from home, but you, I, mm. I've talked about this too much in this, in this, in this podcast already, but structure, right? You need to build a bit mm. of structure in your own life to make that work. Yeah. A question I often like to uh, ask the people that join the, the show, if you can, what's your biggest mistake you've ever made? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I honestly, I make plenty of mistakes um are you talking about personal mistakes or like work mistakes probably keep it to work <laughs> <laughs> um for work i mean monetary I, I can just think of monetary wise uh for the size that we were i can say that when i was doing a financial model for for car share back in the day um i probably made a million dollar cash flow error where i double counted uh, wages or something like that. And that that didn't bode well because we were capital raising at that time as well. Mm. And so it, it, it was very stressful knowing that you made the mistake. Mm. And yeah, it was very uncomfortable. But, you know, looking was back. Was it picked up? Oh, yeah, it was picked up. It was picked up. Yeah, it was picked up. But um, it's, it's never nice having to tell your boss you made a million dollar error when yeah. you're probably only making a few million dollars of revenue. You know? <laughs> but um, looking back, you know, these mistakes are what define you and you, 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 you learn from them and you make less and you realize it probably wasn't a big, big deal. But at the time you thought it was the end of your career kind of thing. So yeah. <laughs> and what about the capital raising? How did you find that process? Were you heavily involved all the way through and um, you know, did your background assist you with that or was there a lot of like learning on the job as well? I did a lot of learning on the job and mm -hmm. I think I was a support person uh, while we were capital raising. Our, our mm -hmm. co-founder, Will, he's very, very good at that and he led most of those processes. But I think mm -hmm. that's what I would have liked, 
like capital raising is is two parts one is like sales and one is like the numbers and you you if you try and do good in both you kind of struggle because there's a lot to do right you're trying to sell and also making sure that the numbers are, are mm. firm and and reliable and so for me i i lent on my strengths and i dealt with a lot of the numbers and the modeling mm. and making sure that you know they were stress tested and so I think while I was support, I, I learned a lot during that process and it was kind of trial by fire at that mm -hmm. stage. Yeah. And do you have any advice for anyone who's looking to, to move out of their corporate life or their high use librarian role and looking to join <laughs> a, a tech company or a startup? Look, do it now. I mean, there's no regrets. We're, we're, we're living in a world where life is so short and if you're slaving away i'm sorry for all of those corporate people <laughs> out there still in their jobs i don't want to you know make fun of anything that you're doing very valuable work but if you are ever thinking of doing something different now is the time like there is no better time there's a lot of support um there's a, there's a growing ecosystem here and i think you 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 will turn back and you'll think why didn't i do this sooner so the only advice i have is if you're thinking about it you should probably do it i like that wise words and <laughs> the other piece of advice is even if you make a million dollar mistake it's probably <laughs> going to be fine uber will probably it's buy fine. i'm still here you know <laughs> <laughs> awesome uh, well thank you so much for joining us today i've thoroughly enjoyed chatting with you and i'd also you. like to thank our sponsor wheel australia's leading spend management solution Everyone have a wonderful evening, day, morning, whenever you may be listening to this, and we'll speak to you soon on the CFO show. See you later, Thank Jen. You. Thank you.